Are you ready to be empowered for God to use you in advancing his kingdom in this hour? Then welcome to the Keeping It Moving podcast. I'm your host, Apostle Kim Davis, and I will share with you how to persevere with power through every challenge that seemed to block you as we keep it moving into the divine purpose of God. Let's go. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you and welcome to another episode of the Keeping It Moving podcast with yours truly, Apostle Kim A. Davis. We pray that you have been blessed by each episode and we just want to get right into another time to be able to talk with you, to be able to go through the word of God, to be able to hopefully help you to navigate on this wisdom journey. And so before we even get started again, thank you for joining us. We pray that you're being blessed. And so if you would like to obtain uh, my book that this these teachings have been coming out of, this uh, wisdom journey teachings, it is called The Power of Wisdom. You can check it out on my website at kimadavisministries.com. And if you would like to support this ministry, you can do so by a simple cash app at dollar sign Kim Davis Ministries as we even speak about the things that we are doing in an effort to help build the kingdom of God and even help in the community in these trying times in which we live. So let's get right into the word of God. We are still in the book of James. It is coming today uh, from James, the third chapter. That's where we were last week. And we are almost kind of still there as last week we talked to you about the wisdom to shut up. I hope that if you did not hear it, I am very transparent with you. Uh, as I even deal with the temptations of the deadly tongue that we all experience and we have to control with wisdom and the power of the Holy Ghost and the word, the tools that God has given us to do so. So James, the third chapter and the 13th verse, I am in the New Living Translation today and it says, if you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous, there is selfish ambition in your heart and there is selfish ambition in your heart. Don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly unspiritual, demonic. For what, for wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. And the word of the Lord is already blessed. As I'm coming to you with this wisdom that I would like to share with you, um, it is dealing today with the topic, why can't we just get along? Why can't we just get along? And I am coming to you from uh, the environment of church, the church house, if we would say, the people of faith, not just in the house, but worldwide, certainly in this country, that we're experiencing 
uh, one of the most challenging times in my lifetime of the people of God just getting along. We, are, we, have, be, we have become so deep into our various beliefs, which are enhanced or um, uh, driven or influenced. That's the word I'm looking for. Influenced by our culture um, to the point that uh, if we don't agree with each other, if we don't speak the word in the same exact way, if we don't see things, have the same perspective in the exact same way, then there is a problem. And we will operate in, in strife, in envy, in bitterness, in backbiting. And, and it is troubling to me in this season. It is truly troubling to me. It's been troubling to me even as a pastor all of these years because I teach so much about love. I teach so much about how to get along and how to bear one another's burdens and how to um, operate in the fruit of the spirit so that we can do the kingdom work with not so much uh, in my culture, we would say drama, drama. One of the reasons why churches, uh, and now they're, they're not full because of the effects of COVID and we're trying to get them full again in many cases. But one of the reasons pre COVID that churches were not full was that the love of Jesus could not be felt consistently or strongly enough when people would come to church. And so one of the particular areas was the fact that church people weren't getting along as people who would come in from the outside, searching, looking for love, seeing the bitterness and the backbiting in the world and to come into the church and find they're saying, what? I'm not coming in there. And, and then you have all the rules and regulations, but, but you're not following it even in how we treat one another. And so when I... When the Lord gave me this word, again, these, these, this book came from uh, uh, my sermons. Uh, it was a whole series of the book of James. And during that time, when I got to this particular part of the book of James, there was a lot going on in my church. There was a fight over here. There was a fight over there. There was the power struggles. There was the territorialism. Oh, my God. It was bad. And ironically, when I got to this part of James, it was right in the middle of it. And so I did a disclaimer before I preached it because I knew that there were going to be people in church that were going to feel like I am, as they say, preaching on them, preaching on them. Needless to say, and I, I had to give clarity to this down the road, it is the preacher's job to preach on you. <laughs> it is the preacher's job to address in love and in the Holy Ghost with instruction the things that are taking place in the church. And so I had to let them know it just fell right here. Chapter three just fell right here. I'm not necessarily preaching on you, but I am preaching in a way that I need you to grasp what we're saying, the kind of wisdom that is required to help us 
to even get along. Now, the one thing I will say that when I got to it this time to come to you with this podcast, I I was a little encouraged in the fact that if in this book it had to be addressed about jealousy, about selfish ambition way back then, that it just that, that the encouragement for me was that this didn't just start. It's just not with me. It's just not with uh, my church people. But this is a problem that has been being dealt with for many years. And so <clears throat> as um, I go forth and looking at the situation today and just talking to you about it, I really hope that I'm coming across to you in a way that, that you feel like we're just talking We're just airing out some things. We're just getting some illumination on some things and that these things are helping to guide you and to help encourage you in the areas that you are dealing with in your own situation. So the question was asked in verse 13, if you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. Last week, we asked it uh, from another version. It said, uh, who is there among you who is wise and intelligent? Now, the first thing we need to understand is people who operate in these carnal ways. It's going to be more of this uh, spoken of even in in chapter four uh, about a bitterness and selfish ambition and those things that cause us a problem in getting along. But, but the one thing that we must understand and learn up front is to be able to operate in true wisdom as it pertains to our relationships, whether they're in church, whether they're at work, whether they are at home. It comes, yes, from the power of the Holy Ghost, yes, from the word of God, but it comes from acquiring wisdom. It comes from acquiring wisdom. The question is asked right here. Is there any wise people around here? Are there any intelligent people around here? Uh, 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 my, my, My area would say, are there any people around here that have any sense? That we understand that it is absolutely essential that as we do God's work, as we do any kind of work that we've got to get along, And so what it is saying here is that if you are wise, if you do understand God's ways, then prove it, prove it by living an honorable life, by living a life of doing good works and not just doing them to be seen, not just doing them to outshadow somebody else, but to do them with humility. And that humility comes from wisdom. And that's, that's what it says right here. And so uh, those works, those good works that it is talking about here are noble works. Demonstrating good works and possessing outstanding qualities. Our work should be noble. Again, I tell you a little bit about our ministry every time I get on here. Um, and I think I've said that our Outreach and community outreach have exploded. We're doing good works. But if we're not doing them in humility, we're not operating in wisdom. And humility 
is the proper attitude of wisdom. Wisdom has an attitude. When we act out of character, when we see others acting out of character, when we see them talking to people any kind of way, when we see uh, people treating people any kind of way, when we see a lot of jealousy, when we see a lot of power struggles, we can trust that that is someone, those are people that are even ourselves that are not operating with noble works in humility and wisdom is lacking. And so wisdom has an attitude. And it is a proper attitude. It is one of meekness. And many times in church, uh, even with the, the ushers, we, we hear all kinds of stories about the ushers who would hold the door and have the privilege of opening the door and greeting the church people as they come in and they greet them as they come in. And many times some of them would be on a power struggle and they would, someone would come and touch the doorknob and they shut the door, pull the door up. It's not time for you to come in, roll their eyes, you know? And then when this is someone, we don't know if they're hurting. We don't know if they're searching. We don't know what they're going through. And then the first one we would meet at the door is someone who's on a power struggle, operating in arrogance and not humility. So we see the importance of such. So in this, this times, in this, in, in what we're going through right now, in living out our days and the divine purpose of God, we must get rid of the proud and the haughty and the arrogant attitudes. These things that re reflect a spirit of, of, of not being in submission. That what we're doing, we're not offering it in a spirit of submission and deference. We're offering it in pride. And so then it makes the works of null effect. And to, to operate in a spirit of deference means that I submit to another person's wishes, opinions, or governance. And so many times I find in church or in working with people that that is lacking. We want to operate, as the scripture said, in selfish ambition, which is doing things our own way. We're not concerned with what anybody else likes. We're not concerned with what anybody else wants to do. We want to do things our own way. But the scripture here is speaking about jealousy and self selfish ambition in our heart. And it says that uh, don't cover up the truth, boasting and lying. And so even as I am getting wiser and wiser and wiser, as I get older and older and older, when I hear someone talking a lot, boasting a lot, what they got, what they've done, uh, you know that lying is not too far away. Because there is a spirit of arrogance that needs to uh, help present ourselves as someone better and bigger uh, than the other people that are in the room or that we're dealing with. And many times in that atmosphere, it creates jealousy. We're jealous of people who are really not even doing all the things that they're boasting about that they're doing. And sometimes people are jealous of us. For just absolutely no reason. And, and the thing that I am wanting to push the most in this podcast today 
is to help us to operate in wisdom in a way that is in meekness. Because the word here says, because jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. So let's ask ourselves. Let's not point our finger and say, oh, she's talking about so-and-so. Oh, she's talking about somebody else. How are we operating? Are, are we operating in a way that would create an atmosphere that we can get along? Because I promise you, if there's a lot of selfishness, if there's a lot of self-ambition, if there's a lot of envy and bitterness and wanting to be in charge and wanting to push somebody else back and make someone else look small, then we are not operating in true wisdom and we cannot get along. This, the word here says, when that is when jealousy and selfish ambition is operating, you will find disorder and evil of every kind. And it prevents us from uh, having a spiritual atmosphere. One where God can move, one where things can get done, one where people can get healed, one where people are drawn to the kingdom of God. And so, uh, uh, lastly, it says, for envy, selfishness, and, and jealousy are not God's kind of wisdom. So it is my desire, it is my desire, not just to preach this to you, to talk this to you, but to live this before you. I like to get along. I like people to work in synergy. I like people to work in unity because all of those things cause us to get more done and people are drawn by it. I quoted this in prayer today at noonday. The, the scripture says, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. And it comes from a, a, a place of wisdom. It comes from a place of the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of us. So if you're in an environment where there's a bunch of bickering, even among husband and wife and relationships, I challenge you to take on the spirit of humility, to, to decide, as we said, wisdom to shut your mouth, wisdom to shut up and, and not need to speak and to show our point, to make our point. I know this might seem simple. It might seem uh, elementary, but I'm telling you, when we get into that type of atmosphere, God can move. People can get healed and delivered. The Holy Spirit can flow. People can get drawn into the kingdom of God. So my prayer is for you today. That you don't give up, but you start with yourself and say, I'm getting ready to operate in a level of wisdom that's getting ready to help me to get along with people that an atmosphere can be created where God can work in and through us. And when we're working in synergy, we can do more together, get more done than we could on our own. How do people feel when they come in contact with you? Do they feel good? Do they leave feeling empowered? Do they leave feeling like this is someone who is operating in true wisdom? 
And because you are operating in wisdom that is seasoned with meekness and humility, it does not mean that people have power over you. It does not mean that you're allowing people to run over you. But it means that you are operating in power that is under control. You don't have to be on a power struggle. Amen. Thank you for listening. It is my prayer that you were blessed by this podcast. If so, please subscribe and like the broadcast. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Pastor Kim Davis. And visit our website at KimADavisMinistries.com. So until next time, may the peace and order of God be with each and every one of you in all things and in all times and in all places. Shalom. Shalom.